he presents, I'm sorry I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Pell, and your chairman is Humphrey Lipton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. This week's edition comes from Imperial College and as usual our two teams will be giving tit for tat. Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton will provide the tat. <laughs> and Graham Garden and Barry Cry will keep taking the hormones. <laughs> Enough of that. We go first of all into our first game and uh, since we're at Imperial College, we're going to mark that by playing a scientific round called crossbreeding. I shall want our four geneticists to put their heads together, preferably on the same neck, and come up with suggestions for some new hybrid creatures. We'll start with you, Tim Brooktail. <laughs> Tim. I, uh, I thought I might cross Michael Foot with an inchworm and get six and a half inches of worm-infested scarecrow. <laughs> Willie. You can laugh, huh? <laughs> I crossed Lena Zavaroni with Ken Livingstone and get the thin red loon. <laughs> if you home. crossed uh, Quasimodo with a mango, you'd get a quango. But also, <laughs> if you crossed Ronald Reagan with a turnip, you'd get a very dim turnip. <laughs> But with all its own hair. <laughs> if you cross Kenneth Williams and Gene Rook, you get Carry On Crow. <laughs> Not a parrot with a lion and get a bird that shouts, Polly wants a zebra. <laughs> Princess Diana and an anteater, and you get Princess Dinarod. <laughs> cross yeah. a length of tartan with a bag of flour and get a self raising kilt. <laughs> Prince Andrew with Andy Pandy and you get Randy Andy Pandy <laughs> if you crossed um, Sir Charles Forte with a hen you'd get a chicken that lays tables <laughs> cross a rambling rose with a pansy and you get a flower that still rambles but it takes a shorter step if you cross yeah. a road with a chicken you get to the other side I thought <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Cross the Titanic with the Atlantic. Oh, no. <laughs> you get very wet. <laughs> All right, teams. Shot your bowl, heavy right. We're going to the next one. You cross Tony Ben with a wide-eyed stoat, you get another wide-eyed stoat. <laughs> cross Lord Goodman with a team of shepherds, you get the Duke of Edinburgh's award. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think we'll go on to the next <laughs> Well, you're all in the lead, and uh, <laughs> this point of the programme, this is where I flick through the yellow pages and I ask our teams to stop me and choose a trade. Well, they're not going to choose one because I'm going to impose one upon them this time. Uh -oh. And then at the end of the programme, I'll be asking the teams for appropriate names for members of that trade, and I'm going to flick through now, and Willie, will you stop me? Stop. Oh, and we're at the letter F. So you can either have, uh, well you can't because I'm going to say, you could have had fat refiners, but I think that's a bit boring. Oh. You could have had fan and blower manufacturers, that's a bit oh. dangerous. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give you farmers. Farmers. Oh, okay. Farmers. 
During this series, we've received letters which suggest that a few of our listeners are unable to follow the rules of the game Mornington Crescent. In fact, over the years, I've had inquiries <laughs> from people asking me what the rules are. Apparently, these people didn't play the game as children as you or I did. So now, for those of you who had a deprived childhood, we're going to play a game in which the teams will explain each move they make. If you want to get a pen and paper in order to make notes, this is your chance. All is now revealed. And we'll start with you, Willie. There is Overton's quirk, which I shall now employ. <laughs> it's safe. If nothing else, it is safe. Regent Street. Beautiful. Well, it's a hard ploy to follow, but it does open the game now to quartering. Um, <laughs> the opposition's diagonal is now totally exposed, so I really have to go. We're surely playing normal rules, aren't we? Can't quartering. <laughs> yeah, quartering's That's normal okay. rules. Quartering's normal rules. I thought that only, only when Finch's rules applied. Oh. <laughs> I don't think no, any serious no, person has played Finch's rules for years. No. <laughs> Nobody who takes the game seriously at all. No, I have to go for Tooting Back High Street, which puts the other side in nip. Mm. Uh, this is a bit puerile, but I'm going for Charterhouse Square, and that's because of the sea. <laughs> Nowhere near the sea. Just to go over the line to Googe. If you challenge Charterhouse, it's not even worth it, is no. it? Only to no. Pathetic. Normally we wouldn't be able to talk to each other, but because this is explaining how it works, this is why we're able to discuss it. Normally Tim wouldn't be able to say that, but as we're explaining how it works. <laughs> I made a point of not listening, otherwise I would confused. I'm going to have to hurry you along, Barry. Why? What was I doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, yes, I'm sorry. It, it's Great Portland Street because I have to cover my retreat. Now, I'm in a situation which can best be described, I suppose, in snooker terms, as being in bulk. Um, but, yet again, there is a way out. And I think they'll recognise it, even if you don't. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I'm talking shame to when myself, they go like you do on those chess programmes. You ruin <laughs> Russians who can't speak a word of English suddenly sound very cultured. I don't know what to do now. KFC, if anyone needs prawn moves now, I've had it. Party oh, comrade. Yes, right. Um, so here I go. I'm coming out and Baker Street. And because four moves preceded Baker Street, in fact, by there, one of them was um, yeah. a, a chancery move, yeah. I have to go for Mornington, Crescent, and the Kill. Isn't that <laughs> Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Willie. I must say I could see that coming. Yeah, my lot. Yes. If I had, I wouldn't have said... Come on, Willie. We know you did it to make it easier. Yes. Okay, now you all know the rules. <laughs> and we go on to the next round, which is called Good News, Bad News. And someone whom I'm about to nominate will start with some good news, and the next person gives us the corresponding bad news, and the next person will give us the good news, and so on, until I press the buzzer. We'll start now with Graham Garden. Um... The good news is, England has won a test. Bad news, a pregnancy test. <laughs> good news, that explains Ian Bokum's stomach. <laughs> Bad news, it also explains Willis's rather jerky run-up. <laughs> uh, 
And the good news is, well, at least we know who the father is. <laughs> Bad news, Peter May. Good news, Peter did. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we can't improve on that. In the <laughs> Not in the time available. Now, start with you, Barry. Gloria Honeyford's getting a new chat show. Bad news, she's on it. <laughs> the good news is her first guest is going to be Richard Burton. Bad news, he'll be sober. <laughs> good news, she'll be drunk. <laughs> Bad news, Elizabeth Taylor will be dropping in. Good news, thank God the Thames Barrier's still working. <laughs> Level pegging as we go on to the game called Paranoia. This is the game where Team A decides that there's something wrong with Team B, and Team B have to guess what's wrong with themselves by asking questions. <laughs> team A then reply in a manner appropriate to Team B's affliction, and the aim is to make the members of Team B paranoid and to leave the studio twitching. So uh, Graham and Barry's affliction is going up now on the audience computer here, and here's a mystery, <laughs> and here's a mystery voice to tell you at home. Graham and Barry think they're Magnus Magnuson. Okay, now, Graham and Barry, you have to ask... <laughs> you have to ask Tim and Willie questions. Start now. Um, what's the matter with us, then? <laughs> uh, extra marks will be awarded for subtlety. <laughs> so you've just scored minus ten. Has this got a... Physical can I answer, Clay, can I answer Graham? Uh, certainly. Graham's question. Kirker's disease. Kirker's disease? Kirker's. Kirker's. As in Star Trek. No, no, no. Is that an anagram? The Battle of Cressy. <laughs> These answers are not no. getting us very far. Is this... No, no, mine was the cheese and onion. What? Is this affliction anything to do with Limeswell cheese? Henry VIII. There is a vague historical overtone about this, isn't there? We're living in the past. The mistress of Neville Chamberlain. <laughs> we think we're on mastermind. Oh. Well. We think we're on university challenge. No, no. Sorry, uh, Tom. Pass. Barry, you're on the right to be more specific. We, we both think we're Magnus Magnuson. Tim and Willie's afflictions going up on the computer, and here for you at home is the mystery voice to tell you all about it. Tim and Willie think they're lovable. I don't like the idea of a mystery voice telling the whole nation what our affliction is. <laughs> OK, Tim and Willie, will you, start, will you start quizzing Graham and Barry, please, about your affliction? Do we both think this? Oh, yes. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Is it most fun above or below the waist? <laughs> Only you could say that. <laughs> You're patronising us in some way. No. 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 <laughs> in that case, we must be... Do we think we're somebody excessively charming and delightful and lovely? Well, yes. yes. Des O'Connor? <laughs> we think we're stars. We think we're talented. Are we both David Frost? 
Very brave of you to say so. <laughs> what you're looking for is a, is a mere adjective. Oh, something, Des O'Connor. That's what I say. That's what I say. <laughs> we think we're intelligent. Don't you don't need it, Dimples. Is it? Don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the adjective is. Des O'Connor-ish. Handsome, beautiful, pretty. Mm. Rhymes with shovable. Well... <laughs> I'm going to stick my neck out here. Yeah, I, I think all I'm going to say lovable. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, you said it ten minutes too late and don't get any marks. We're going on to round out the singer and the song. This is beautiful. In this round, I shall be asking each team member to sing a song in the style of a famous personality, accompanied by Colin Sell. For example, I could ask them to do Brother, Can You Spare a Dime? in the style of Prince Charles, but from what I hear, the Tower of London is still pretty uncomfortable. So I won't. Barry, I'm going to ask you first to sing I Enjoy Being a Girl in the style of Orson Welles. When I... Uncanny. <laughs> and for my next... Oh, sorry. When I have a brand new hairdo. With my eyelashes on girl. Oh, I float as the clouds of air do. I enjoy being a girl. When men say I'm cute and funny, and my teeth aren't teeth but pearl, I just slap it up like honey. I enjoy being a girl, probably the best honey in the world. Be fair, he looked good. <laughs> okay, Tim. Tim, I'm going to ask you to sing I've Got a Lovely Bunch of Coconuts in the style of Noel Coward. I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. There they are, are standing in a row. Big one, small one, some as big as your head. Give them a twist, a flick of the wrist. That's what the showman said. He said, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Every ball, your ball will make me rich. There stands my wife, the image of Will Fight. I wonder what happened to him, the bitch. <laughs> I... Some of the tune was there. <laughs> I thought it was incredible. Graham Gardner, piecing Fly Me to the Moon as Patrick Moore. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> Let me swing among the stars. Let me see what spring is like. On Jupiter and Mars, not to mention you either. In other words, held my hand. In other words, baby kisses. Oh, very good. You even got the eyebrow then. Yeah, right. Yeah. Willie Rushton, now, the nice song for you to redeem your side, which is well in the lead. Very Would good. you sing Land of Hope and Glory in the style of Edmundo Ross? Extol thee, who are born of thee, Jack, 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 Jack
the sill and wipe that Shall thy bounty send God, who may be mighty May be mighty as yet God, who may be mambo Well, I'm really ten, ten mark bonus for remembering Edmund Ross. And now we go. <laughs> I remember him if he doesn't. <laughs> we go on to the game smuggling. The teams will take it in turns to be smugglers or customs officers. Team members try to smuggle illicit objects through by conceding them in longer words or phrases, and the customs officers can challenge at any time. The winners will get ten points and the losers ten years. But it's Barry, Barry and Graham to go first, and your objects to smuggle through are all types of jewellery. Well, uh, there's nothing much in my case, officer. Just a pair of glasses, an earring aid. Um... Uh, what? Jam- what? I thought I heard an earring. And uh, what and else have we got, Barry? We've well, we've got a regiment of toy soldiers. Yes, and, and a couple of animals. Um... Challenge there again. I hate to be a clever clogs, but Jem was in there. You are being a clever clown. <laughs> yes, I hate it. There's a short, ne- short neck pug, a completely necklace pug. There's a pug with a very long lock. <laughs> Willie Rushton. <laughs> I know. Richard Burton brought Elizabeth Taylor's enormous pug. Worth several million pounds, large than Taj Mahal. And necklace. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, got a few discs in here, officer. Just some old things, you know. The uh, little known Danny LaRue Bebop album. And the... <laughs> Larry Grace and aerobic workout, and uh, they missed one there, Hump. Oh, what a giveaway! I'm, I'm challenged there from Timber of Taylor. I don't know what it was, but I missed it. <laughs> Should I tell him what he missed now? Don't even broach the subject. I haven't been. We've got <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. That was good. I don't really. I wish I hadn't caught you on that one. Yeah. The brooch didn't get through. All right. There's my first aid kit, some aspirins, some elastoplast, some emerald ointment, and. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's one there. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Any more? Oh, well, something to eat we'll need on the trip. I, I've packed some candies and some sweets and some uh, nougat net value, £1.50. <laughs> some money to see us through, a dime and a dollar there. Well, uh, not much. so good. That's yeah. it. Well, that's all we got, I'm afraid, officer. See the you last fa- five. <laughs> Willie, what were they? I can't remember now. But they're, they're no, right. Sapphires, rubies, emeralds. No, Graham and Barry, will you tell them what got through there? Danny LaRue Bebop album is Ruby. Yes, that's correct. Ruby. Yes. yes. Very good. One mark. I don't even see it now. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get one mark then. Very good. Very Hardly nice. worth the trouble, but very good nonetheless. What a good round. Tim, isn't it? And it's not over yet. Tim and Willie. <laughs> Your items you've got to smuggle through are items of clothing. Clothes. Have you a fedora? She's been feeling a little dicky. <laughs> Graham. Uh, a fedora and a little dicky. Very good. Yeah. A lovely couple. Bowler custard. Um... Custard, one on the head. <laughs> or bowler, if you prefer. We've got a rack of spices for Anne. I thought we'd uh, give Anne a rack of uh, spices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Um, one there. Anne. Anne. Her name's Parker. <laughs> Why do they want to see my boarding card again? Oh, belt up, will you? Put a sock in it, will you? No, ah! Uh... <laughs> Who's that, Graham? I'm just endorsing Tim. <laughs> oh, oh boarding, boarding, boa, fed a boa ding. Boa ding. Oh, we'll take that as well, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
cardigan. Boarding cardigan. Well, I'll, 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 oh, I'll, I'll carry on. Cardigan. 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 Why yeah. France? Why France? <laughs> Home of Saint Michel. <laughs> you can't trust the frog either. What a any more? You've done trust. trust. <laughs> a jokey short joke. No. Jockey. Jockey short. That's all. Still with a jockey in it. I swear to God. Sweater. Fair old sweater. Unfair old sweater to God. Well, I got half a month for that. Did you get any other? Yes, I got yet? one through. Never. I got through simulated simulated mohair hang gliding mittens. <laughs> Notwithstanding their clap, well, did the audience hear these? We can have oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Okay, well, three and a half marks you get there, Tim and William. Oh, That's pretty right. good. Thank you. Robbery. And we have the round called Straight Face. And this round, the aim is not to amuse the audience. Each panellist in turn says a word, and the first one who gets a laugh from the studio audience is disqualified. The remaining three... <laughs> the remaining... I'm out for a start. <laughs> <laughs> the remaining three continue the game in rotation until only one survives, and to that one I award a large number of marks. And uh, we'll start with you, as you're in such good form, Tim Brooke Taylor. Oh, ah. <laughs> uh, please, I mean, give a fellow a chance. You know. He's born before he started. So I need absolute quietness. <laughs> Incontinence. Oh, come on, please. Yes, that's your pie. <laughs> Barry? The other light. Breath. <laughs> Face. Big breath. <laughs> no, sorry, I retract that. That was, that was... That's two, a clever two words. Uh, rhubarb. I don't quite know what happens if they laugh before you say <laughs> Just a guess, just a guess. Your word was thespian. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid it was. Sarabang. Throb. <laughs> ah, now I did detect a laugh there. <laughs> Graham, Wait, I'm no, sorry. Uh-huh. That leaves Graham out now. So we go on with you, Tim. Oh, a snigger, Barry. Snigger, well, please. <laughs> well, it leaves with uh, Tim and Willie alone in the game. Well, we win then, don't we? No. <laughs> no, this is uh, individual marks. These are no. Willie. Trout. Fork. Goat. Crampon. <laughs> well, you always and get a laugh at your personal research. <laughs> that leaves Willie Rushton the winner. Willie ah. Rushton. And now we come to the point where I ask the teams for their appropriate entries in the yellow pages, and the trade for this week is farmers. The farmers. Sly oh. leg. <laughs> My old friend Clive Dung. 
<laughs> Pearl barley. And her friend, C.R. Chers. <laughs> he had to be there. Oh, here's Pat Cow. But I'm reading it in the book. <laughs> She's actually under C for Cow. No. Well, Cow, the... Pat, you see. <laughs> Get well... yourself out of that mess, Barry. <laughs> Well, did you heifer? Here's here's Anne Uddercow. She looks cold. In fact, she's freezing. Tell her to put on a jersey. Here's an interesting trio: Gracie Fields, W. C. Fields, and W. G. Gracie Fields, the founders of the Three Fields system. And their friend. Can't be too clever for this audience. Very tottery. Oh, there's Frank Manure. Dennis Midden. <laughs> <laughs> and there, from uh, South America, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Menendez, and their son Juan, and Fido, that's Juan Menendez's dog. Ah. Oh. And his friend Wendy Moe Meadow. <laughs> How corny. <laughs> Raise a wry smile. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bull Farming. Yes, and then Cockney's son, Harry Bull Farming. <laughs> He's not too happy. He's got a small holding. Now then. <laughs> but wait a minute. Here's <laughs> Mays Etterling. And there's, there's Mr. and Mrs. Sky at Night. And their red-haired and obliging son, Red Sky at Night. He's a shepherd's delight. <laughs> Well, time's running out, ladies and gentlemen. Good. Zero, Wurzel, and Tony Wedgwood Ben. Foot and mouth. <laughs> oh, that's worthy of Noel Cowherd. <laughs> time to say that we've come to the end of the programme this week, and from all of us, ladies and gentlemen, at Imperial College, goodbye. Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Ruston were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The producer was Paul Mayhew Archer.